everybody and welcome back to my podcast, Soul Wave. I'm your host, Mia, and thank you guys again for joining me. Here we are, another week in the bank. Oh, I'm having such a good day. Sometimes, guys, I feel like I say things on here and you guys really question what I say. It's like, how can she even, like, bring that up? Like, I can't believe she's talking about that. But if you ever saw it from my perspective, it's kind of like one... Of course, I don't really care what anyone has to think. We can get into that. We won't. That's just a gist. But two, like, this is this is my end goal. This is my end all be all. This podcast and wherever it's taking me, if I cannot be myself or say the things I want to say, then I'm not doing it. For the longest time, I told myself I can't get a tattoo that is noticeable because what if I get... A job with the FBI or with the military or the police or whatever it may be but like obviously not obviously sorry I'm trying to stop saying certain words but um I was going to school for national security studies and I wanted to work in government law enforcement so any of those jobs obviously oh my god <laughs> anyway I can't have um Tattoos that are noticeable, that's seen as unprofessional or whatever. But in late April, when I decided that that wasn't the path for me anymore, my whole entire, like, shit shifted. Now I feel like I'd be posting whatever the hell I want because I know that's not the path I need to go in anymore. And it's like, if I can't even be myself and, you know, post on social media whatever I want, say on the podcast whatever I want, say in real life to my friends whatever I want, then what am I doing? So, yeah, I just wanted to say that real quick. Hold on, I'm getting a text message. Okay. <laughs> Back to my good day that I was having, though. Um... You guys know this. I always say this. I'm all like, what What am I going to talk about for my podcast this week? Like, what, what should I talk about? And I don't stress it. I used to. I'm like, day before a final, I'm like, oh my god, I go to study. Never did. I don't stress it like that. I just go about my day. I'm like, I'll figure it out. So, this morning, I was getting a wave of motivation. And I love to hop on these motivational waves when I get them. Because honestly, this last year, I haven't gotten them a lot. And I started really thinking about my future and what's to come. You know, it's December 1st, guys. I can't even fucking believe it. It's December 1st. And there's one month left of 2020. So I'm like, all right, the reflection starts now. I've been enjoying life, kind of being lazy, unmotivated for the last couple months ever since I've come back to Bayonne after the summer being spent down in Point Pleasant. And um, it's time to start... Gathering myself in order, or getting myself in order, gathering, getting, getting myself in order. So when January comes around in 2021, it's a new year, and the collective all has that flood of motivation because it's like, oh, new year, new me, you know, it's a great, take advantage of it. Um, so when that time comes around, I know where the fuck I'm heading, what I have to do, X, Y, Z, and especially with the podcast and obviously my career choices in life going along with this, I don't know what you would say, this occupation of spitting, preaching to people, I don't know. 
I'm kind of just doing my own thing. I'm creating my own career occupation. There's things I want to start incorporating. And I'm so excited to get them done. And one of these things is um, there's so many. And I'm probably going to have different sessions for all of them. But just the gist of one of them is life coaching. But I'm putting my own spin on it. I'm doing empowerment coaching because I just think that's the foundation of my podcast is trying to really empower everybody to know that one, anything in this life is possible. So two, let's go and get it. Let's fucking go and get it. And I'm so excited to start that. So I got all my old journals out that I write in. I was trying to find the day that I had a life coaching session done. So way back in April, there's this YouTuber I watch. Her name is Lightseed Angel. Her real name is Veronica. And she posted about how she used to do a bunch of community um, volunteer work in her actual community in her town physically. But since the pandemic happened and quarantine, the lockdown, she had to do it virtually. So she was offering free life coaching sessions to her subscribers. And I commented on it because she was like, uh, people comment and I'm going to choose like five comments. Whoever comments, if they want it, I'm going to choose them. So I comment, I'm like, the thought of this fucking terrifies me. Like, cause she explained in the video of like what her life coaching is. And it was really talking about goals and like future oriented things and like actual putting in the steps in to get there. And the thought of that, I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, sure. We all, if you go to college or you have a thought about a future in the college sense, or even after like eighth grade going to high school, it's like, okay, like what direction do I really want to take? And starting to take the necessary steps to get there. And I feel like it's different. No, I know it's different. From being in school, you have time. You have time to figure out because you're learning what you want to do, right? You're going and getting a degree for what you want to do. But as soon as I step back from school and I'm like, this isn't my life path anymore, like I know this isn't part of it, it's like, what is really keeping me motivated? What is keeping me on track? Bro, the only answer is myself. Like, it really is. And I, um, hello, wake-up call. If you guys didn't know that, even if you're in college or in school or you're working towards something in that sense where you already have a set schedule and it's like one by one by one, bang, bang, bang. Um, hello, the only person keeping you on track is yourself. And I think, uh, that took me a second to realize because, first of all, you're not going to get shit handed to you. Hello. That's like my Pisces moon. I love to think um, imaginary. I love to daydream. I, to pass the time, will think about my future and where I'll be and like the boss CEO of my own company and like the specific details. I tell you guys to get really specific with your, your imaginations, your daydreams, because I do that. And I think it's one, it just makes life a little bit more enjoyable. But it's like, okay, so you want to get there, Mia. You want to be there. You can keep imagining it. You can keep daydreaming about it. You can thinking about it. You can keep manifesting it in your brain. But manifestation, the law of attraction needs law of action. The best thing I can literally describe is if you want to lose weight, okay, you have to go to the gym. How fast do you want to lose weight? You will have to go to the gym every day. You have to start eating better. And it's like, okay... No one's going to give you a pill and it's going to magically make you lose weight, guys. The law of attraction requires law of action. I'm just like, uh, okay. The end of the end of the year. What have I accomplished? That's gonna, I'm going to save that for another. I wouldn't even say another episode because low-key I'm about to talk about that. 
because I, all right, so as I'm doing this reflecting in December and getting ready for what I want to start working towards in January, obviously one of these things was life coaching. And um, so I went back and I wanted to look at the experience I went through as a client and not the actual coach. Because I think it's really important if I'm going to give you guys something, I'm going to offer service to you guys, I want to make sure, one, like this is what I'm going to be working on all December. It works for me. This is stuff I tried because I can't lie. My biggest thing, guys, is my motivation. Like I struggle with that the most. Sometimes it's so hard to turn on this computer and talk, to be honest. And I'm just like, if somebody was there coaching me, I would 100%, you know, show up a little more. I don't know if that's because I've been an athlete my whole life and I've always I needed that extra push. But in a way, me offering these sessions or what the service is then motivating me and keeping me on track. And I am my own coach and I think, wow, that's really beautiful. I'm really excited. So anyway, I went back and I pulled up the old emails between me and Veronica when I did this coaching session. And she sent me um, an intake questionnaire because it's only like one free session. So to not waste any time, she had me fill out this questionnaire to get to know my background a little better. I wanted to read it over with you guys because I was reading it over before and I cannot believe how much has changed in what, 10 months? Is it April to May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December? Eight months. How much has changed in eight months? I'm, like, I'm, I have to say guys, I'm so proud of myself. I'm letting my ego take over real quick in the best way. You know, when like, I was thinking about this in the shower. I'm going to one day write myself a letter, but from my ego standpoint, I'm going to let my ego take over and literally toot my own horn and write all the good things about me that I love about me because I feel like it's so hard to do that. It's so hard to glorify ourselves because we've been taught our whole lives not to and that's bad and that's snobby and conceited, but you know what? I'm going to have to do it because after reading this, it's like, I really changed, guys. I can say, oh my god, I put that work in. I put that fucking work in. So let me start reading it to you guys. So the first question, it says, on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is completely lacking and 10 is completely motivated, rate the following. How happy are you with your life right now? I wrote a 6. So it's 1 is lacking, 10 is motivated. How happy are you with your life right now? Six. How motivated are you in your professional life? Four. How motivated are you, are you towards health and wellness? Four. How stressed do you feel? Five. So mind you, this is April 1st. Like I'm literally filling out this form April 1st because April 7th was the appointment I had for life coaching. Wow, 11 level. I just looked at the time. So the next question she wrote, what are the three biggest changes you want to make in your life within the next year? <laughs> I can't even guys because it's like this just happened and like the slight sense okay like I'll show I'll explain number one becoming more independent from my parents so if you guys didn't know I got fired from my last job in January of 2020 I was leaving anyway because I decided I was gonna play softball then I wasn't playing softball the whole pandemic hit and I was really depending on my parents I swear to god my mom funded my whole summer thank you mom I really really appreciate that more than you know and but I always felt bad asking for money or them giving me money and I didn't even ask it's like okay Mia like come on you're not in school now like what you have to start pulling your own weight and you know now that I have a job well I feel like two jobs because I do hustle a lot in Instacart 
and um, I have an actual schedule, I feel a little bit better that I can say that I am becoming more independent from my parents from where I was not completely independent yet. We'll get there when we get there, but yeah, I'm definitely not relying on them for money anymore, which I think for me is a number one thing of being independent from my parents. Two, I wrote feeling comfortable in my body. And <laughs> April, man, April. If you go back and you look, if you guys have an Apple Watch connected to the Apple phone and you looked at your activity rings, oh my god, it goes March halfway, like through the halfway point of March, I was extremely active. I closed every ring for like that whole entire two week span period. And then from the end of March, those two weeks, all the way into May, the beginning of May, those rings were so little. They weren't closed at all. They were not filled out with the color completely. And it was just, I was hella demotivated. I did not want to work out at all because obviously one, the gyms were closed. I don't really have great equipment. I'm not making excuses saying why I didn't work out. I just did not have the motivation to until, you know, something clicked in me, I guess, in May. I think it was because I was talking to a boy. Isn't that funny? But it's okay. Um, I started getting out of the house more. You know, I would go on these long walks. And um, I continued that. Long walks, long bike rides all throughout from May until the gyms open. And now I can say I'm definitely still going to the gym at least five times a week. Some weeks four, but definitely is five. And I, ugh, I feel so much more confident in my body and who I am, but definitely right here for this, what are the three biggest changes you want to make in your life within a year? I feel more comfortable in my body. And I know when I don't feel comfortable, how to pull myself back in. And oh, what a weight off my shoulders. And then the third one, guys, the third one, <laughs> get this, get this. I put, fucking put, uh, figure out my passion slash life purpose. And I have the biggest smile on my face, guys, because I can generally say, I'm on that path. I, I know that the first step of it right now, for at least my life purpose and passion is doing this podcast, is helping people, empowering people, and it, ah, it feels so good. I'm gassed. I'm fucking gassed, guys. I'm sitting here like, mm, crazy, crazy. This was fucking eight months ago. I was a little depressed eight months ago. Can't lie. I mean, I think everybody was in quarantine, not to diminish my feelings. But, um, yeah, that was definitely a hard time for any type of motivation. I'm so glad I had this experience then. I really am. Because that really it turned the switch off for me. I didn't get my ass moving right away, but I did. So then the next part of this intake form says, What areas of your life do you feel like you need the most work? Mark any areas you feel to apply to you and rank them from... Sorry, I can't read. And rank them with one being most important to you. So... She gave me um, 13 topics or areas of life, and I ranked 11 out of 13 as being important to, me to, important to me enough to actually rank them, and then two of them not. Or um, not that I feel like I need the most work in, because that's what it says. What areas of your life do you feel like you need the most work? So my first one said self-image. Self Number one was self-image. And... Um, that's so funny. I wrote that because now I feel like to toot my own horn again, I have this unshakable confidence and the only person that shakes it is myself. Sometimes I do have, obviously, 
self-doubts and um, they get to me. More often than not, probably like once a week, I'm going to be hella honest, definitely once a week, but I think that's okay. That's normal. Or for me it is. Because then, it's like how fast can I pull myself out of this now? Using the tools I know, how can I get myself back to that like happy positive state? Self-image. Hmm. And yeah, unshakable confidence. My my I feel more comfortable in my body. I feel more comfortable in my voice and speaking my truth. Like it's insane. Eight months, guys. Eight fucking months. Eight months. That's crazy. If you knew me eight months ago, would you guys say the same after this whole intake form of like the change I make? I would love to know. So let me finish this up. Two something that I wanted to, that need the, needed the most work in my life and being the most important to me was personal relationships. At the time, I wouldn't say, like, friendship-wise or peer-wise, this was specifically with my father. And, um, I don't know, man, maybe it was just being fucking locked up in the house with everybody it really got to me. It really got to me. And I remember in the the coaching session, my um, the girl who was life coaching me, Veronica, she was like, you should write the pros and cons of moving, you know, into your mom's or just moving away. And I remember like just desperately wanting to move or get away. And then within the month and a half, when COVID kind of slowed down, slowed down a little bit, I wound up, you know, literally moving down the shore for the whole entire summer. And I think that was the the best thing I could have done and it took me a while it took me a month and a half because I kept going back and forth between I didn't want to run away from this problem I was having with my dad you know we were just butting heads a lot and I can't even tell like I still I don't feel 100% confident in this area of my life to talk about it on here yet but it definitely is something I do want to talk about and um, going back to the whole running away situation I didn't want to move. Hold on, I have to sneeze. <coughs> Bless me. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to move. I didn't want it to seem like I was running away from the issue. But believe it or not, guys, if you do have some type of tension in your family or with somebody, I feel like it's more often than not. Maybe not. I can't actually take that back. I don't want to speak on other people's issues like that. But you should try um, quality time versus quantity time. You know, that me moving down the shore helped me actually kind of miss being home, miss being around my dad, miss hanging out with him, or just talking to him when we do have those small talks, and really helped me take a step back and look at my personal relationships with my father, which is something I took out of that life coaching session, which is like, wow. Three, something that I feel that I need the most work in, my spiritual wellness. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, I'm so attuned now, I feel like. Every time something's wrong with my body, I type in the spiritual meaning. I'm like, spiritual meaning of groin pain. And I was actually having that a lot back then. And the spiritual meaning of groin pain, guys, there's a bunch of different meanings. But one of them is a lot, like fear of moving forward. Fear of having confidence in moving forward. And this time I was deathly afraid of what was next to come. I had no idea what path I should take now that I decided that school was not it for me. And, um, yeah, until I dropped that fear, the pain was still there. But that was 
spiritual wellness and like meditation I wanted to get into more. I still don't meditate as much as often as I should, but um, I'm more confident in saying that I'm more aligned with who I am and my passion and my purpose. So my spiritual wellness is doing well, you know, it's healthy because I think or I would like to think that when you're not aligned to your life path or purpose or your true happiness or just like in that vibration of joy that you're lacking spiritual wellness you know maybe that you have some like chakra blockages or you're just way too much in your ego or too much yeah in your ego you know holding yourself back because of fears bam I wouldn't rank that as three anymore though I would re-rank all these maybe at the end of the podcast if we have time four <laughs> getting over the past I can say it with full confidence now. I'm like one, two, three, done. I do my self-reflection. I do my outside reflection. I do my bird eye reflection. That's something that happened. I drop it. Yeah, I get nostalgic. Yeah, I beat myself up. Like, why the fuck would you say that? You know, when you're sitting at, in your bed at night and you're like thinking. But not as much as I used to. Not as much as I used to to the fact where I would rank that number four in my life where I felt like I need the most work. <sighs> That's crazy. I would fucking put that. I wouldn't even rank that now. Five, family relationships. Yeah, right up there with fucking two. Same thing. Six, controlling my emotions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would say that at the time I needed the most work in my life because they would fluctuate. I'd wake up, I'd be happy. By the end of the night, I'd be completely depressed. I can say I'm moving along very well with time, keeping myself in a good mood or like just overall being in a good mood and then letting myself think about negative Thoughts that will then shift my emotion, shift my vibration. Oh, wow. Talk about self-growth. I'm just really having a moment right now, guys. I didn't mean to have a whole podcast of just, like, my self-evolution. But you know what? I'm, I'm listening, and I hear that some of you guys are asking yourself these questions, too, which I think that's great. Spending habits, number seven. I would put that number one right now. Actually, no. I only recently, <laughs> today, spoiled myself. I had not actually bought something for myself that I wanted in a really long time. Ever since I was fucking um, unemployed, fired, sorry, in January. <laughs> like, really held back on my money because I didn't have it. So, you know what? It was just, what an experience. Because I learned in the last 10 months all these things that I want, I don't really need. And that I definitely am able to control my spending habits a lot more and put it to my priorities first. But today was the first day I actually um, bought something for myself for once that I really wanted. I bought these two t-shirts from this um, Instagram clothing brand. Um, but they're not like one of those like Instagram models you're thinking with like the girls with a nice body that are modeling. No, this is like a guy who is just promoting light and dark. I think his, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I'm going to plug it real quick. Hold on. Hang with me. Because this page, man, is beyond woke. And I just really appreciate it. And it's like an inspiration. It truly is. So Black Deep Pearly. I could totally butcher this name right now. But it's black, like the color. B-L-A-C-K-D-E-P-E-R-L-E. And the artwork, it just posts. It's like activist, but it's not. It's like spiritual woke, but it's not. And it's like, oh, yeah fuck with it so he has a clothing brand and he's starting to release shit that's along his like image on instagram so i bought two of those shirts <laughs> i'm gassed anyway getting back to it eight 
health and nutrition. Honestly, I can't even say I would rank that anymore on this either. Because ever since um, learning about keto two years ago and intermittent fasting and what I know about myself, my body now, and what works for me and what doesn't over the last 21 years, that I have a pretty good grasp on my health and nutrition. If I feel like I'm gaining a lot of weight, because I do, guys, I do have body image issues, obviously, but not as freaking as used to, I know how to redirect that. I know how to pull myself back. I know how to get out of that. And it's, like, so refreshing to even look at this. Like, damn, Mia, eight months ago, I'm sorry you felt this way. But, like, look where we are now. That's awesome. Nine, sleeping habits. Nope, wouldn't rank that on there either. I love getting up early, guys. I'm such a morning person, especially now when it fucking gets dark at 4 p.m. Oh, no, I need to be up early. I have to get shit done. Because I'll be... Guys, I'm home, 5.40 right now. I'm ready to call it a night. I ain't doing nothing else after this. 10, work and professionalism. Okay, so I can see what areas in your life you need more the most work in. Number 10, work and professionalism. I th I'm throwing professionalism out the window because I'm professional when I need to be. Other than that, oh, that seems like so much work. That seems like so much work. I don't want to do it. Nope, 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 nope. Um, so I'm just not going to, because I don't think that's how I should live my life, having to be professional 24-7. Man, I love to joke around. I'm that person that laughs at funerals. That's morbid, but I remember when my either, oh god, there's been so many deaths, unfortunately, but I don't know. One death where my dad's side of the family was here, um, me and my cousins are sitting in the back of the funeral home making fun of the, the priest, the pastor, because he looked like the guy from Family Guy, Peter Griffin. Oh, that was so fucked, but it was funny. It totally lightened the mood for us. Um, so no, I'm not, no longer wanting to be professional. I, I will be professional when it comes to, like, my brand, my name, my business, in the ways where I need to be professional, because I know how to turn that on. However... <laughs> You're going to have a good time when you're with me. Let's just say that. And work. I remember putting this number 10 because work was like I wanted to get a job. And uh, that's what my, like, fuck, what word am I looking for? Definition of work meant for me back then when I saw this term. It could mean anything. It's just like um, work, like getting work done if you're applying this to yourself. But yeah, work. I got a job now. I got two jobs. I'm hustling. So I wouldn't put that on the list either. 11, motivation for education. Well, you can throw 11 right out the fucking window because you guys all hear my story. I'm not going back to school. Not yet, at least. I can't find something I'm interested in that really is going to make me like, yeah, let me get my degree in this. Because I just feel like um, anything that where I'm going, I can self-teach and I don't need to spend money and I don't need to like prove that I know it writing papers. If there's a way where I don't have to do that, like classes like that, I'm totally open to it. It's just not on the agenda right now. It's not a priority because I'm making it work without it. But of course, I'm. that is not for everybody. Guys, if you have to go to school, I, by all means, go for it. Get it done. I have full faith in you. Got it. And then the last two ones on this list was cleanliness and self-care. All right, real quick. I'm going to go back over this and re-rank these areas of my life. All right, what areas of your life do you feel like you need the most work in? Um... I can't even say I'd put any of these number. Maybe, hmm, I would put self-care because I think we all have 
see, this is what I was literally about to lead into. By me saying, I think we all have, that for me is in my sense justifying that I should take time to relax by saying we all need to. Because granted, we do all need to, but like I don't need to justify it by saying everybody does. Like I need to, and I think that's what I would love to start working on is when I need to take a break, I take a break and don't need to justify it. I don't need to beat myself up for being lazy. Like I will live however I want to live. Honestly, I think that'd be the number one one and maybe like the only one. I don't know. I put spending habits back up there just so I stay in that place of not spending a lot uh spiritual wellness sure we'll keep that up there uh, yeah and that's honestly that's crazy that's crazy wow time changes things huh so next one next question she does has what do you feel is your biggest hindrance in moving forward in life and i wrote right now i feel it would be doubt from me and outside influences fighting that self-confidence to go out and get what i want also unsure of my path and life purpose guys that's crazy because I don't even feel that way now like honestly I don't have the only person who sends me doubt is myself so yeah I still feel doubt but that's not saying a never-ending journey but it comes with time but not doubt from outside influences like there's nobody I can tell my shit to well I don't tell people my future goals my visions because I don't want the hate thrown on it. But when I do, when it's getting closer to where it's actually becoming a physical manifestation, I don't give a fuck what anyone has to say. I'm doing it anyway. I'm going out. I found that self-confidence to go out and get what I want. Because every time I've gone out and got what I want, or started to go out, I got what I wanted. Law of attraction. Law of action, guys. That's crazy. And also, unsureness of my path and life purpose. I can't say that now. I cannot. And that feels amazing. What major changes have you faced over the last couple of years? I wrote a big one would have to be my spiritual awakening within the last year and a half. My everyday life has not altered in some ways because of it. Another change would be attending college and having to shift into having to get serious about my life. See, that's what I was saying before. Having to get more serious about my life when you're like in these modes where like life is getting planned out for you, but then what happens after? And like now that life isn't getting planned out for me, you know, by like taking what classes I need to take next semester or doing what I have to do like month by month, but now just living... Having to get more serious about my life. Yeah. But you know what? It's funny how I say has now altered and like my my everyday life has now altered in some way because of it. Because I used to say that, but now I just say it's who I am. Like I don't, I try not to separate and compartmentalize my spiritual journey in my life because I just think that's who I am now. Like it's really, like it's how I think, it's how I move, it's how I work, like it's everything about me. And I, that's, definitely a major change to unlearn everything I was taught wow and then attending college and look where I am now not in it all right what makes you feel motivated I wrote having an end goal a result of something I am passionate about and seeing others accomplish it as well as having others look up to me that's still very true that still gets me motivated having an end goal or knowing what the result for me would look like to accomplish something and then being passionate about it too because I can't work on anything I'm not passionate about it, bro. Like, what the fuck? That's not motivation. I had to write this essay one time about Ferris Bueller's day off, man. Are you kidding me? I had zero motivation to write that. I think I probably plagiarized it. That's for another <laughs> another day. But, like, shit like that, I cannot do. Because 
Second question, what makes you feel demotivated? Having to do something because I'm told to or not being 100% passionate about it. It makes me feel like it's more of a chore at work. Still true today. All right, list five things you feel like you tolerate or put up with in your life. So I couldn't list five. I listed four. One, where I live, specifically the town. I can't wait to get the fuck out of this town, guys. I cannot. I cannot wait. There's so much to see. I always will never not say that, man. There's some people I know that absolutely love Bayonne, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it is a great place to raise kids, but I would not do it here. Like, I, my idea of something else is completely different. Two, my parents' relationships, they're divorced. Oh, that I put up with. Oh, that's interesting. I put up with my parents' relationship. I feel like I do. We'll get into that in a second if I can think how I would. Three, school. <laughs> well, you can slash that off this anymore. I'm not, not putting up, not tolerating that no more. For what I decided to do as a career. Yeah, I definitely tolerated that. And, like, here I am completely doing something else. This is awesome. I'm really enjoying this. So, the next question. Or I have a fucking, like, almost a, a book about this. Who are the most important people in your life and why? So, I'm going to read you guys exactly what I wrote. This is April 1st. Remind me. Hold on. Let me get a swig of water real quick. <clears throat> The most important people are certain members of my family and my close friends. I have a big Italian family and, and I'm always with my close relatives, aunts, uncles, cousins, etc. My mom, Christine, we were never close until the last few years. After the divorce, she was constantly moving and working. It was never easy to see her anymore until she moved eight houses away from where I live with my dad. She's a nurse that I cannot look up to her more. She's so understanding and cool and we have absolutely no boundaries. And I can honestly say we talk about anything and everything together and never felt judged or disappointed in. My father, Michael, ever since I was a young girl, supported me in doing whatever I wanted. Even when times were tough financially, he made it work for me and my brother. He super laid back and when I was younger, got away with a lot more things. Even now that I'm older, my parents are super lenient. They trust me, which is pretty awesome because I know people whose parents don't. And I think I'd be a little messed up if I wasn't allowed to go out and live my life how I want to. My older brother, Emilio, is my partner in crime. He ran so I could walk and we finally passed that sibling rivalry, rivalry <laughs> remote ceiling phase. <clears throat> and are pretty tight right now and are pretty tight now if someone had told me when I was younger that now we go out together and our friend groups all intertwine I would not have believed him I have more family members like on my mother's side and my dad's brother's side that have practically raised me and shaped me into the person I am today the rest of the most important people are my close friends I have two girlfriends Therese and Maria and of almost 10 years who I would call my sisters now even after them moving out of my hometown an hour plus away we still manage to make it work when we go through life and we run into problems, school, boys, family, work, etc., we know we're just a FaceTime call away. When we do hang out, it's like we never stopped. It's such a wholesome time, even if it was just a night in. They're super mature and don't care for the petty BS other girls have, and I cannot respect them for it. We're not respect them more for it. Lastly, my hometown gang, gang <clears throat> that I have now are my true soul tribe. <laughs> Last year around this time is when we all got actually close. The Grecos, who are brother and sister, Anthony, the older one, Nicole, who's the youngest one out of them all, and then there is another Anthony, but we call him by his last name, Toledo. This dynamic is a long one to explain, and I can go on for pages about these kids, but all you need to know about them is that they're all going to do incredible, huge things with their lives. Wow. Eight months ago, guys, I wrote that. And I wouldn't change anything in it. I would not. That is, that all holds very true still. Plus, adding some more people, for sure. 
What has been your biggest life success to date? You can include up to three if you have multiple. So I wrote, my biggest life success to date would have to be overcoming my third ACL tear. <laughs> my God, Mia, she was so hurt here. She was so hurt. Oh, God. At the time of my first two, I was a completely different person than I, when I tore my third. When I tore my third ACL, I was a sophomore in college who was supposed to be a full 90-minute player but rode bench because I missed preseason. When it happened, I knew exactly what it was because that feeling is just one you don't forget about, especially since it's happened twice before. I felt like I let everyone in the whole world down, my coaches, my parents, my team. It was one of the most mentally challenging times I've ever experienced, but the pain and physical, put the pain and, whoa, let me slow down. <laughs> put the pain and physical aspect aside. I did it twice. I knew that I could, yo, what the fuck did I write here? Hold on. I did it twice. I knew what I was going through and I could that I could do it again. However, there was just so many thoughts I couldn't fight. It was and still has been such a battle. Sometime, something I loved just ripped out right from underneath me. And last time I played, it was only for six minutes. I didn't even touch the ball. I was constantly thinking if I would have just come to preseason. It was a constant uphill battle for the most part. I've been able to forgive myself for everything and all the thoughts I was having. It's still such a traumatic event that even when typing about it now makes me emotional, but it's been a year and a half and I haven't let it hold me back from still working out and being active. Staying fit and physical has been such a big part of my life and I managed to still make it so. I'd also say this event had a part to do with my spiritual awakening as well. Oh my god, guys! <laughs> That's crazy. That is so crazy. I feel like if you haven't really noticed Maybe you have. If you have, that's awesome because it's literally true. Since I started my podcast, if you haven't even known me that well, you could still, I feel like, kind of tell that I've literally transformed throughout the, it's been a September, October, three months since I've started this podcast, transformed. And until recently, until that one episode where I was crying hysterically and just sniffing and couldn't even breathe, talking about my ACLs around my anniversary, I did not heal I did not forgive myself and I like reading back this now I'm not emotional at all I just think it's so cool like time changes things guys don't rush the process don't rush it hold hold space for yourself we're holding space for everybody else in our lives that are unhealed fucking raising other people right I feel like that sometimes hold space for yourself take it takes time I can genuinely say guys I'm like reading I can't believe it I cannot believe it so what do you do currently to relieve stress? To relieve stress, I usually go to the gym and work out. However, since the quarantine, I either nap or listen to music and play around with some makeup. To relieve stress, I think I smoke. <laughs> because uh, I get into like these like I love being high. I keep going back and forth where I'm like, I should, I should stop smoking. But I generally enjoy being high because of the revelations I get when I'm high. And it's like, why can't you get that when you're sober? But maybe this is like my treat. You know, like my glass of wine. Who knows? I could be overthinking it. But now to relieve stress, I smoke. I nap. I go to the gym. I listen to music. It's the same thing, pretty much. Do you find you learn best by listening, seeing, or doing? You can list. You can also list multiple or all three at well. I said I learn best by seeing combined with doing, but in most cases I can learn by listening as well. Yeah, I, I was never just one specific learner because I'm thinking about it now, like at my new job, um, it's been a lot of listening of just memorizing a lot of shit. So I'm doing that pretty well. But seeing, I remember in soccer when they would describe a trick, I would like to see it and then do it to try it or, 
you know, even this now, like, learning fucking how to do a podcast, like, I need to do it, to try it, listen, all three, yeah. I can, I can flip-flop. In some cases, though, like, where listening doesn't get it done, like, I'm obviously gonna have to see it. I feel like that's everybody. Alright, what are your biggest values in life, or the things that are most important to you? My biggest values in life would be those who I have the tightest bonds with, experiences, for example, traveling, emotions, creating memories, and then my spiritual journey and life path. Lastly, my health and how I view my body. Wow! Oh my god! This is crazy. I'm not sure you guys are like, when is this going to end? Because we're going on 40 minutes here. We're almost done. But I'm just having a moment, guys. I'm having a moment. My biggest values in life, uh, those, I would change everything about that last statement. I would first put my biggest value in life is being there for myself. Because then that would include devoting my happiness to myself and my life path and my purpose here. And then it would be my health and how I view my body. But I also think that would be an umbrella of myself, putting myself first. My biggest value is myself. Because honestly, guys, that might sound mad, conceited, but you take everything away. Everybody you love, they leave. All you have is yourself. And I know how hard... I know how hard it is to just focus on yourself. A lot of people, man, put the narcissists aside. A lot of people with good hearts, it's hard to learn how to put yourself first because we were taught for so long to not to. And I, I cannot admire that more in a person. Honestly, guys, this is why I'm single. Because for a guy that I'm interested in romantically, like this is this is my thing I will not settle for. This person has to have this. They need to have the drive to put themselves first, even though that means above me. Like, no matter what, put themselves first. And I think, it's getting hot in here. I'm joking. That's a turn on, man, because you you can you know when it's genuine and you know when it's not. Obviously, if someone's walking around like, oh, I can't do that. I got to do this instead for myself, X, Y, Z. And they're always just flaunting themselves. That's a dick. That's a narcissist. I'm talking about genuinely devoting their life to being the best person they can, to being the happiest version of themselves, to doing what lights them up. Ugh, yeah. Waterfalls. <laughs> so that's the biggest value in my life, is to do that for myself. And then I'd put experiences, because I would include the people that I'm surrounded by as an experience. I started to decide that I wanted to change my I love you, I think it's so cliche, but that's cool. I'll still say it. However, I think when I say it, like, I love somebody now, I say thank you for letting me experience you and all you are. Because my biggest thing as well, guys, like, top tier um, beliefs is that we get to experience this. This thing called life, human body, earth. We get to experience this and everything it has to offer. I think that's the best thing. That's my biggest blessing I'm so grateful for. And especially the people in my life. Like, thank you for letting me experience you and all you are. That's amazing. So, coming up on the end. How happy on a scale of one to five, where one is not happy at all and five is extremely happy, do you feel when engaging in the following activities? And all these are pretty high numbers. So, spending time home alone, five. Spending time alone out of the house five spending time in nature five spending time with family or friends five yeah I love all that that shit makes me the happiest doing a hobby going shopping I put as four because I do 
enjoy going shopping but I just didn't have the funds at the time and I can say that now or I do have the funds I'm a money magnet attracting abundance but my priority is somewhere else guys Christmas is right around the corner doing a hobby I feel like it was kind of lost and like I had hobbies but I couldn't do them because of fucking quarantine like I love being outside like that's a hobby of mine fucking hiking man can't do it for going out to eat a fucking yeah five man that shit made me happy as fuck that's the yo I tweeted today a Jersey Mike's gift card is the way to my heart that's all you guys need to know. I swear to God. And then exercising, sports, or swimming, obviously five. And working out or going to school. Oh no, working or going to school. I put two because fuck school. But working, I'm enjoying now because I'm actually, I'm happy where I work. I think that's important. So, last couple questions, guys. Your short answers and then we're going to wrap this shindig up. Do you commonly hear friends and family give you the same piece of advice repetitively? If so, what's the advice? So if you make a decision, make sure you can handle its quant, quant, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> having a stroke over here. Don't mind me. If you make a decision, make sure you can handle its consequences. Why can I not say this word? I promise I'm not even high right now, guys. I'm just a little stupid. Consequences, if there is any. If you make a decision, make sure you can handle the consequences if there is any. Do what is going to make you happy and never settle. And I would say, absolutely, that's still the same shit, guys. Still, still the same things. My friends and family say to me. Actually, I'd be saying it to them, though. <laughs> Isn't that funny? We could skip that one. That one's not important. What emotion, anger, fear, anxiety, sadness, etc., makes you feel most out of, out of control in your own life and situation? I recently feel that sadness or being upset has made me feel the most out of control of my life. As I stated above, both times when I went to the companion sessions, I found myself getting really emotional, specifically sad, upset when I'm talking about my father. And then when debriefing about the session with my mom, it was kind of a slap in the face like, oh yeah, I'm crying and I feel like I can't stop because thinking about whatever it may be is making me really sad. Wow. I don't know if that made any sense, but basically what I was saying, what emotion makes me feel the most out of control of my life when I get into that was sadness. And I feel like now, absolutely not. I think, I don't know if I would be able to put an emotion in there right now because my head's everywhere, but um, I wouldn't say sadness would be there any longer. I think sadness is awesome because when I'm in when I'm in a sad mood and I'm like, I hate being here, how can I get better? I assess the situation. I'm like, okay, one, what is making me sad? Two, can I control this situation? Three, if I can't control it, how can I get out of it? Four, what, what can I do that I know that makes me happy even when I'm sad? And then bam. And that's how I conquer life. Ah, that's awesome. Oh my God. That was like my little, I don't even know. So if you could snap your fingers and change one thing about yourself or your life, what would it be? I can't believe I wrote this, guys, eight months ago. Oh my God. To have a strong foundation of self-confidence despite what myself or others have to say. I'm working on it. I'm halfway there. I'm halfway fucking there, guys. I do have a strong confidence. I don't give a fuck about what other people say. I will, if, okay, if the whole evil eye thing wasn't real, unfortunately it is, I would be telling everybody about what I'm about to do. How I'm about to take this world by the fucking hair and pull it like it's my bitch. I'm gonna, oh my god, I'm so excited for the future, guys. You have no idea. I'm gonna do great things. That's all you gotta know. But I would tell everybody that if their own hatred and self-projections didn't affect my manifestations, I would say it. However, those people are generally not happy you happy for you sometimes. But I'm incredibly confident if I did and if I had to, like, oh, I can't 
Mm, I'm like, hella, I'm smiling. I'm shaking in my boots. I'm like, yeah, bitch. We did that, guys. We fucking did that. I don't know where it came from. No, I'm lying. It, it takes work. But I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, my God. I'm here. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. This one question says, are you currently in a relationship? If so, briefly describe the relationship dynamic. Uh, no. Eight months later, shit hasn't changed. There's been some in-betweens, but we're not going to talk about those yet. <laughs> and then last question. What do you expect to gain or change out of this life coaching? So I wrote, any tips on motivation and self-confidence? Also, maybe some organization tools I can use throughout my life and hopefully steps in what feels like the right direction. So I only wrote, like, literally three things of notes. Like, real quick, during this session. I was more just taking it in. She was like, write down who you are. Who am I? Who is Mia? I'm going to do that later. I told you, writing from an ego standpoint, I'm very excited about that. That's a great little workshop thing you guys should try. Like, establishing who you are. Because we think, guys, of who we are, and it's so in our mind that we shake, you know, back and forth. We flip-flop, and that's cool. It happens. Put it on a piece of paper. Get to know yourself. Tell yourself who you are. Who are you? I am a strong, independent woman who has had a long uphill battle to get here. Or a roller coaster ride to get here. But it's cool. We made it. And um, so then she was just like, post about doing your homework. Maybe that will hold you more accountable. Because I was telling her how I had a hard time getting like doing my homework. And she was like, especially if you wanted, because at the time I wanted to be a YouTuber. Eight months ago, I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I had a TikTok that blew up a month later. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Wasn't it? We'll get there when we get there though. And she was like, this is a great way to get like interactive with your audience. You gotta make people miss you. And then she was like, feed your chakras. So that's when I started taking into consideration more like health and nutrition. And, um, write pros and cons moving into my mom's house follow 10 IG home workout pages and look into possibilities of school and degrees. So I did all that. And here I am a couple months later. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm so excited for this, guys. I'm taking my own little spin on this life coaching thing, on this empowerment coaching soon in 2021. I cannot wait to show you guys what I've been brainstorming and bring it into the physical manifestation. I'm I'm so, I'm, like, you guys, it's not even the surface level. Like, you're just seeing, like, the very top of the iceberg. Like, there's so much. I can't wait. And I hope you guys will continue to support me and um, enjoy this podcast. Maybe you guys took some of those questions to heart. That would be really awesome. It's time to get serious about some shit, guys. Self-evaluation is the best evaluation. <laughs> anyway, make sure to stop by our Instagram page at the Soul Wave Podcast or my personal. I'm going to plug my personal, too, at m1a.9. Drop the follow. And um, thank you, guys. I'll see you next week. Love you.